Hello, and welcome to the Fan Fiction Book Club Podcast, a weekly podcast that explores the good, the bad, and the cringy of fan fiction. Hosted by me, SG, and my lovely co host, Poppy. Hi. Ollie. Hiya. And T Stan. Hello. Every month, we scour the internet to bring you four different fanfic reads, and our theme this month is Super Mario. Check out our website at fanfictionbookclub.com or follow us on Twitter and Instagram at fanfictionados for the full lineup of stories for the month and to connect with us on the web. So the fanfiction we are discussing this week is Vicissitude by Cindy on Archive of Our Own. This work was written... On uh, <laughs> on April eighteenth, twenty nineteen, so fairly recently, the word count is twenty six thousand three hundred thirty four words, and the tags include bittersweet, fluff and angst, domestic fluff, humor, slice of life, drama, family, loss of parents, death, fic, marriage, romance, and OCs. The relationships are Bowser Jr. OC, Koopa Bowser, Peach Hime, Peach Toadstool, that's Princess Peach, if you want a third name for her, and then Mario and Princess Peach. So, guys, what did you think of uh, the read? Boy. Um, Interesting. This this fic (laughs) proves that not all... Uh, fan fictions on archive of our own are masterpieces. <laughs> I am amazed you came to the conclusion that they were masterpieces. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like the general consensus of archive of our own is like, oh, you can you can get like the best fan fictions uh, because of the tags and stuff, and like fanfiction.net is like the place like everyone goes, and it's just like anyone can post. Who knows what you're going to find? But archive of our own is where you're going to find some good stuff. This is not it. <laughs> well, you have you have a better chance of finding good stuff because AO3 like lets you search within tags. Well, fan fiction, I I, I can't even handle that website. <laughs> I can't even handle it. So 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 this story, um, there were like four that I was teetering between, and I read three of them, and I was like, oh, they're okay. And I didn't read this one, and for whatever reason, I picked it. I probably should have picked one of the other three. <laughs> I'll, I'll link them in the um, description if we decide that they'd be more interesting. But this story was like a weird situation where even though we searched it within the terms of rated teen, I don't know that this was a rated teen story. <laughs> Uh, it, no, it's like it, no, it it's not. <laughs> the rating in the rating it says teen and up audiences. It's not strictly just teen. Yeah, but it includes teens, so it but should it be appropriate for teens. teens. Yeah, I wouldn't want my child reading this. A little much for the young teens. Yeah, eye opening for the older teens. <laughs> 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 but um. So the summary for this story um, is an aging Bowser has stopped menacing the Mushroom Kingdom and lives vicariously through the now grown junior by getting him married to Mario and Peach's daughter the right way. But why is Bowser in such a rush to see Junior married off? 
question mark, question mark, question mark. And as a little side note, Poppy, originally posted on... What was that? I just... You're reading the the summary and I was like, oh no, it says it. (laughs) You're going to throw this back in my face. (laughs) Is it really? (laughs) So... As a little side note, it says originally posted on ff.net, and we we all know what ff stands for. <laughs> um, fanfiction.net on June 27th, 2007. My grammar has improved since then, but I left this as is, which explains a lot. <laughs> oh. <laughs> kind of feel bad now. <laughs> You were smack talking AO3 for no reason. <laughs> Still on AO3. <laughs> Which is funny that, so they wrote this in 2007. I wonder why they published it in 2019. Yeah, 12 years in later. April, like April 2019. Yeah. Oh, God. that oh, That's so long. Yeah. That's so long ago. Wow. Uh, it's like, I don't know about you, but i write a fan fiction as soon as it's posted i'm like i'm not touching it again like you it's yeah it's, I it's gone forever now they, i wonder why they thought like they had to be constantly thinking about this fanfic because i know there is only one fanfic i ever posted on the internet and i have no idea how to find it yeah. Oh, it has no. to do with Taylor oh, Swift. God. Oh no. <laughs> T-Stan knows yeah. what I'm talking about. Oh no. <laughs> um yeah, like maybe because of their grammar, their grammar was so like it was they thought it was so bad that they were like I can't. I can't let it sit out there anymore. I have to fix it. Like but it was they, probably one of those things that kept them up at night or something. But they said they left this as is. They said my grammar has improved, but I left this as is. I mean, I wasn't, what? this grammar wasn't as atrocious as like some that I've seen. Like I could read it. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I interpret that, I interpreted that as like they fixed their grammar and the, but left like the story as is, but maybe they, maybe not. I can imagine I don't this know. person what hasn't touched it. Like that, that's yeah. 2007 writing. I really need to read the summaries when we read these stories because I was reading the story and certain elements of it are reminiscent of the things people would write about in like 2007 through 2009 in their fan fictions. Like, yeah. like when they were talking about the wedding, she or the author went on describing the food list for some reason. And I'm like, who cares about that? But back then, they would always talk about, like, what people's outfits looked like, what kind of food they were eating, and, like, way too much detail. Like, remember? Like, that's what what they were doing on these fanfics. (laughs) (laughs) So that makes so much more sense now, because I was like, this is really reminiscent of, like, fanfiction from back in that time. And then um, there are additional notes for the story. So vicissitude, just um, a little additional information about that word, is a noun, um, and it means a change of condition, secession of one set of circumstances by another. And then also, Mario's accent is thick because he's older. I based it off of an elderly Italian neighbor I had as a kid. And also, you said SG that 
uh, back back when we read or when we uh, talked about the other fan fiction, um, man, I wish that they had like it, the Italian accent. This man <laughs> was too, was too much. Yeah, it was this, too this much. Was too much. It was almost like not quite racist levels of. <laughs> I was. It was. It's like hard to read at points. It's like there, there's too many well, A's. It seems like, like all they did was drop A's in there. Yeah, and it, in places that it didn't make sense. Like, <laughs> like what? Once we get to that part, I, I will, I will rewrite a, a line and just like see <laughs> what makes I'm sense. In your, I know. I got like I was, I was excited when I saw this note. I was like, oh my gosh. He's going to have like an Italian accent. This is going to be what I wanted a T-Stan story about Luigi and Daisy to be. And then I read it and I'm like, oh, he's not like a grizzled old Italian man. This says uh, a lot. Ha! <laughs> so um, the story starts out with... um. The main character of the story is Bowser. And so Bowser is getting, it feels weird like saying his name, <laughs> talking about yeah. him in a serious manner. <laughs> but Bowser's getting older and he's had a couple heart attacks and his health isn't what it used to be. And he wants to um, have his son find happiness and be set in life in a way that he wasn't. For people who follow the Super Mario fandom, um, Bowser is a evil king type character and he is constantly stealing Peach from the Mushroom Kingdom and in this story his reasons for taking her are because he had a really big crush on her to the point where he was in love with her and um, a freak accident happens in their past and Peach <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at this Peach falls it was ten, 10 years ago <laughs> ten, years, 10 years from the present she fell down a flight of stairs and died. And so and died. <laughs> Mario Mario found her. Her and neck Mario was broken. <laughs> Holy crap. It was very God. traumatic. It was very traumatic. But very I was like, of all the ways Peach could have died. Like she could have just died in her sleep or something, but she fell down some <laughs> stairs. And and um traumatized Bowser that this happened. And so this is kind of some backstory. And so Bowser um, is constantly thinking about Peach and like what they could have been, even though she's married to Mario. So, but he he did stop <laughs> kidnapping her and she got married. Like, yes, I I'm have that quote. No respect. <laughs> Just because you love someone, that's not a good reason to kidnap them. No, nothing's a good reason to kidnap somebody. Oh my god, Peach made the right choice in marrying Mario and not Bowser. <laughs> because he respected her and didn't kidnap yeah. her to show his affections. So that's just some kind of backstory on Bowser. He's like old, aging, and he wanted to be with Peach, but he didn't know how to be with her. And then she died, and he has all this regret in his heart about that. And so the story um, opens up with his um, son... And uh, his son is Bowser Jr., who I believe is in, like, the racing games. And I don't know if he's in any, like, platforming games, too. Oh, yeah. But, he, um, he's, but, uh, he's in the platforming a lot, games, too. 
he's like like the little bosses he's a mini boss sometimes and he's he's like a boss at the end of the levels but bowser's the main boss okay the final boss yeah bowser's final boss junior is just a boss Look at you, Poppy, being more of a gamer than me right now. I just know a lot about Mario, and that's it. <laughs> he also he also had a relatively big part in um, Super Mario Sunshine. So that's some backstory. And then um, the story opens up with Bowser Jr. And he is really good friends with Peach and Mario's daughter, which is the OC of the story. And an OC is an original character that a... Um, fan fiction author creates sometimes it's a self-insertion character sometimes it's just something cool that they want to add to the story and so the purpose of this oc was to become the fictional child of mario and peach and her name is cherry and of course uh cherry and bowser jr are really into each other and they grew up together but they're too shy to tell each other that they're into each other So there's a lot of tension going on in the beginning of the story. And so the story starts out where uh, Cherry and Bowser Jr. are like hanging out and stuff. And she's hanging out with him while he's working on his car. And then uh, Bowser Sr. comes in and sees them together. And his big goal for the story is to get these two characters together together and married and he wants his son to have like the happy life that he didn't have and i i and i'm gonna interrupt this with one question who's bowser jr's mom that's a wonderful question um this is gonna be weird and i thought about this the entire time i was reading this fic the only answer nintendo has ever given us is that Bowser Jr. thinks Peach is his mom. What? Uh, In this story, that makes no sense. That is not work with this story at all. The whole thing is that Bowser never got Peach. So, like... So mm -hmm. his son could. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was thinking this whole time... (laughs) Uh-huh. Who who is who is the mom? Who who is she? <laughs> and I was thinking, if he does have a mom, this is just horrible that Bowser had a kid with this lady, and then she's completely tossed aside, and he's obsessed multiple. with Peach. <laughs> there there are a multiple children. Woman. Oh, that's right. That's right. There that's are his... multiple children at the wedding. <laughs> I think Bowser Jr. has like three siblings or something like that. So continuity is in question here mm. so, I don't know. So, that, so that was like the first question that popped into my head with the whole peach thing like if he's so obsessed with peach how do you end up having kids with another lady because you think he'd like keep himself pure for her it's like yeah. peach died i'll never love and or be with anyone or anything ever again sorry you Violin. think that the ba- bowser in this story <laughs> keeping himself pure uh, <laughs> well that that is before we got to the part that we will discuss oh, okay <laughs> okay this is like this is like early impressions we're still in chapter one people are okay, still great. innocent we're not giving wedding night advice to young men so they do that or they're they're working on a car they're chatting 
Um, it's just kind of like developing the story and the characters and establishing that adult Bowser has some health concerns. And then after that, he goes up to Peach's grave and then um, you find out that Bowser has apparently been coming to her grave every day and he leaves flowers and he talks to her and um, you learn that um, he took her death really hard and he's the only one really going to visit her grave now. And then the story keeps going and going. And then uh, we reach a point where Bowser is uh, out eating um, cheap, cheap kebabs, whatever those are. Can it be cheap, cheap to like fish? Oh, okay. I was thinking they were like the weird plant mouth things. Oh, no, those are piranha plants. Okay, because I was imagining, I like, those on a stick, and I was like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> no, cheap okay. cheeps are our fish. Okay, yeah. then, then that's much more delicious. So they're eating cheap, cheap kebabs, and this is the point where you kind of figure out how much of a sleazy old man uh, <laughs> Bowser is. He's trying to give his son, like, advice on how to hit on cherry. <laughs> while they're uh eating dinner together so this this is a scene it's kind of cute but as the story goes on you get why it's kind of weird bowser taught junior how to accidentally brush his forearm against cherry's shoulder when he reached for his napkin the kebabs were greasy so there were plenty of opportunities to pull this off if this works kid you'll have all i always wanted he leaned back her love i Love your hair, said Junior. What? Cherry glanced at him, blinking. This afternoon it was shiny. I guess I didn't notice. Junior glanced towards Bowser. Bowser made a pushing motion with his hands and pointed to his eyes. Junior went on. That it makes your eyes look really... He glanced over again, fishing for a word. Bowser picked up his blue napkin and pointed to it. Junior's face brightened and he finished. Blue! And I like blue! He peeked at Bowser again. Bowser curled his thumb and index finger into an okay sign, grinning. Cherry's face was bright red. She giggled and turned back towards Bowser. Bowser dropped his napkin on his kebab stick and leaned back, pretending to be bored. She shook her head and smiled up at Junior. You're so cute, Junior. And Bowser tilted so far back that his chair tipped over. The Koopa King scrambled back into his seat in time to see Junior's face turn as red as Cherry's dress. So so throughout this story, there are all there are all these little moments where Bowser is like coaching his son on how to get with this girl. <laughs> and they just it's, get like weirder like- and weirder as the story goes on. That was a pretty tame one. It's like it's kind of cute at first. It's yeah. like he's help he's helping her uh, get a girlfriend. That's so that's sweet. And then like, chapter three, you're like, oh, I know, right? No. Chapter three, it all takes a turn. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so then, um, so with Bowser's help, uh, Pete, not Peach, um, Cherry and Bowser Junior are like kind of dancing around each other. And then there's a carnival that comes up in chapter two. And Bowser asks uh, Cherry to go to the carnival with him. And so they go to the carnival and have a little date. And at the same time, um, 
Cherry talks Bowser into having a heart to heart with um, her dad, Mario, to kind of like clear the air about Princess Peach because at the funeral, Bowser had this big hullabaloo with um, Mario saying that it was his fault that um, Peach fell down the stairs and snapped her neck. Um, And um, (laughs) I don't know why that's so funny. Probably because it's so ridiculous. It's just but, um, such a it's, it's just a terrible way to kill off it's, a, it's a, a beloved character. I know, right? Yeah. Just poor little Peach in her in her dress, just rolling down the stairs, and yeah, it's sad. Yeah. Um. So so um. And then uh, Mario finds out that Bowser also kind of blames himself for her death because if he was there, he could have saved her. So both of the guys are like, "If I was there, I could have saved her," and they're like. Well, I'm not really mad at you, dude. I mean, like, we did everything we could, and now they're cool. And, um... <laughs> they, don't, they don't have a huge history and, of battling. And, and no, not like they have this huge history of multiple games with him stealing uh, Peach all the time. His wife. <laughs> Probably not his wife then, but... Uh, yeah, his future wife. His future wife. Totally gonna gloss over all that for this little heart-to-heart. <laughs> And then um, the two the two kings start talking, and Bowser brings up the idea of, "Hey, what if my son married your daughter?" And then Mario's like, "I don't know, man." And he's like, "You know, they've had crushes on each other for like five ever." So Mario's like, "Well, I don't know, maybe." And then Bowser talks to him about how it would help their military. It would help the Mushroom Kingdom's military if they joined them. It would help his kingdom's like healthcare system if they came together. And the fact that they liked each other would be a plus two. So they come to this agreement that, um, yeah, I'd be okay with your son marrying my daughter. Um, you have my blessing to do this. And then, like, what, five minutes later, Bowser goes up to Bowser Jr. and says, hey, you should go propose to Cherry. <laughs> They're on their first date. <laughs> They're on oh, their yeah. first date. That happened really fast. <laughs> they just had their first kiss. They're on their first date. I was going to propose to her. Yes. I was I was so confused. I was like, I, I thought that they were dating before. And I was like, and this was a long relationship. But then I was like, no, they, they just kissed for the first time. Yeah. I'm like, wait. What's their backstory? Like, they've been friends for a long time, but what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> I was I was thinking about that. I'm like, so. he's, he's not going to make him propose right now. And he literally, like, just went and made him propose. And she's like, oh, my gosh, yes. Yeah. And uh, it was as easy as that. And then, um, and then the story goes on and... For like a whole chapter and a half, they're doing wedding preparations. And um, none of that was very important. It kind of felt like filler. So I'm Mm -hmm. not going to get into it. But while they're in the process of getting ready for the wedding, um, Bowser's condition is getting worse. And he has, does he have a full heart attack or like a mini heart attack? I think it's like a mini heart attack. Yeah. It's not as severe as his two previous ones, but... He has another heart attack and um, his son's getting really worried 
everyone's just trying to kind of come to terms with mm-hmm. the next big heart attack he has. He's probably going to die. And then Bowser's just trying to play it off because he wants to see his son happy and secure in life before he passes away. They get married, but there's a moment we have to address before the two main characters <laughs> get married. And there's um there's a point where... uh. Bowser Sr. takes Bowser Jr. aside before their wedding night and they have a little conversation about the birds and the bees. And um, I was not expecting that to happen. Or for it to be as explicit as it was, considering it's a teen-rated story. It's like, so far, it's like the story has been fine. Like their relationship progressed quickly it's been but it's been a, a cute innocent story so far and yes. then this chapter happened and it's like oh we'll let you guys read that section at your own discretion proceed with caution i know proceed with proceed with caution if you haven't read the story already if you have i'm so sorry i should have i should have checked this book the one story i didn't pre-read thankfully you know we're all questionable moments thankfully we're all adults hopefully you all are as well but if you're not i (laughs) won't tell anybody (laughs) (laughs) we try to keep it as clean as possible this was unfortunately unavoidable um but that happens which was really awkward a little bit funny very informative um for yeah no he about Bowser, Bowser tells Junior, like not not only like this is what hap- like this is what the birds and the bees are, you know, like this is this is what happens. And he's like, no, this is exactly how you do it. It's like, what the why 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 was this necessary? I think it's good advice. I think young men need advice like that in their lives. I don't know that that advice needed to be imparted through the story or involved in the story. (laughs) But um, but that happens. So that's like totally off track. So they they get married. um, They have their wedding night, which is like right on the verge of getting steamy. And luckily they shut that thing down. Um, Thank God. Thank God. And then after that, you kind of get into the post wedding life and Bowser's condition is getting much worse and then he has the heart attack that ends his life and in the story he um he passes away and uh he has this moment of clarity in his passing where he's reunited in spirit with peach and i guess they go off into the sunset together and i'm not sure if that was like a um if that was just a hallucination on his part or if that was a spiritual element to this. I hope I hope it was a hallucination just because I don't want to believe that Peach would. I don't want to believe it either. That doesn't make any sense. Like, she, it doesn't make any sense. She seemed like if to, she. Yeah. She wanted to get with him and she would she have, would have in him. life. Yeah. 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 So I, I kind of read it as a hallucination, like at the end. Um, and so so that happens and then the story continues and then Bowser Jr. and Cherry's story takes over 
and um, they talk about and and the author kind of just runs through the um, process of grief that Bowser Jr. is going through and that the rest of the family is going through to different degrees. They have the funeral and then which is horrifying which is horrifying i was reading i was reading at the end how they're like and then they tied his limbs and his tail to him and stuck him back in his shell and i'm like i can't even well, visualize what this is looking like well it's it so their whole thing was like it, the the koopa way the way that yeah. koopas do do things is they mummify the dead they pull all their organs out they uh they burn them crush them up and mix the ashes and the dust with food and serve the food to the funeral attendants <laughs> and i was like why is this in this fan fiction <laughs> well i actually i actually thought that was an interesting bit of world building i didn't have an issue with it cuz i was like that's their culture that's fine i had an issue with it oh. <laughs> but they did i, I was doing just that. like no that was, they were just saying that's their way. That's not what they did at the funeral, though. Yes, it is. Did they? Yes. I thought they, they had a. Well, they had a whole a whole thing where Mario was like looking at all the food, like, "Oh my god, I don't want to eat Bowser's organ." And Junior was like, "This this dish is clean," and he was like, "Thank you." And so him and Cherry both ate the dish that didn't have any Bowser oh, in it. I totally did I miss that? that. I totally forgot about that. It's been a it's been a a bit since I read it. Uh, <laughs> I, I missed that. that. And I'm a horrified. Did you miss I, that I, too, I, Tristan? I I really wasn't I'll be honest, I started skimming at the end. Oh. <laughs> I kind of started <laughs> skimming too. When I read that, I thought they were just saying like, oh yeah, that's what we usually do. But they said something about Bowser having an open casket. So they they pulled out all of his organs and then like stitch him back up and put him in the shell so that, and like okay, embalmed so him, just, I guess, or they something. They just did it with and, his organs. Oh God. They didn't do his yeah. whole body. They just did his organs and put it in the face. That was just his organs. <laughs> Okay, oh, well, that's fine. That's not too big. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> that is some stranger to strange land. It's not like level of so, crazy. It's not light cannibalism or anything. They're, they're like <laughs> dragon people. What are you expecting? Dragon people are hardcore. <laughs> Diet cannibalism. Yeah. Diet cannibalism. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I missed that. Yeah, I thought they were just Less talking calories. about that as like a hypothetical. And then they throw their bodies into a volcano or something. Uh, <laughs> That's so funny. But, but no, he, instead of throwing his body in a volcano, gets buried next to Peach and gets a statue of and him. And then he gets to flex. He gets a statue of him kissing her hand, which is weird. Because she was married to, to a Mario. different person. Yeah. Like, it just seems in poor taste. Yeah. Yeah, poor Mario. Like, he's the king, which is a weird thought. A weird thing to it think is, about. Mario's the king. a very weird thing to um, think about. Like, he's yeah. making court decisions and stuff. Mario the plumber. But I, I was I was upset at the, the statue thing. I'm like, what about Mario? Yes! Yeah, plot. This, this entire story, yeah. I was thinking, what about Mario? Because Cherry, his daughter, seems to be hanging out with Bowser and treats him more like a father figure than her own father. 
Peach is dead, and for whatever reason, Mario can't go to her grave, and he's kind of bullied by Bowser, even though he's Peach's husband, so he's the one suffering the most in all of this. This is a wild story. And then he can't even have a proper Italian accent, poor man. Oh Oh my god. Oh god. So excessive. So so that's that's like pretty much the story. The funeral happens. Uh he passes away. Bowser Jr. like goes into a depression. Um the epilogue there's an epilogue to the story and it's pretty much like Bowser reaching acceptance. Um and uh Cherry, his waifu, helping him do that. And then that's that's it. That's the story. In a nutshell. So yeah. So I guess we can go on to talk about general thoughts. So what did you guys think of the like plot of the story? We've kind of made comments on it as we've gone along. But um what are you I mean, do you have any anything else you want to expand on? I don't know, man. I like like I don't know. <laughs> I think I've already said it. The reason I picked this story and what I gravitate more towards in fan fiction, um, if it's a fandom that I am not into personally, is um, stories that are like a character study or that explore an element of that fandom that is not really addressed in any way in the gen- in the main canon of that fandom. And so Bowser's story is not something that I I don't know that people think about it very often. I I don't know if within the fandom if he has like a big following of people who try and figure out his inner workings, but I always felt kind of bad for him cuz he was just kind of unnecessarily evil and mean and I don't know was there ever really a reason behind why he was the way he was? Was he just a jerk? Yeah, I think he just wanted Peach, Peach for his own, and yeah, he just just pretty much. He just wanted to steal this chick to do rated G things with. I don't, I don't know. This is like a kid's (laughs) game. So what? No, what's he gonna do with her once he gets her? Um, Well, in the most sorry, in the most recent game, he's trying. He's the whole plot is he's trying to get marry her. So like, this isn't completely out of left field. So he can have the Mushroom Kingdom, or because he's in love with her. Um, yeah, that's that that's is the never thing. clarified. Because like, it like, doesn't does, even. Does, uh huh. Does Bowser want? Does Bowser want Peach because he loves her, or does he want Peach so that he can be king of the Mushroom Kingdom? And if he can you know? be king of the Mushroom Kingdom, why doesn't he just use his army and overthrow the Mushroom Kingdom? Good question. Why that was like the first five games. Before he stole Peach, or did he do Peach and do that? Not Both. do her, but <laughs> did he take Peach? <laughs> did he take Both. Peach and do that? <laughs> okay. So anyway, um, I just, I just kind of always felt a little bad for Bowser. So I thought it'd be interesting to give him a little spotlight this month as a character and um, see a story about him and a story that shows a different side of him, not the jerk who's trying to overthrow the mushroom kingdom in Mary Princess Peach, but this old man who's had he's had a a rough past 
of his own making and he's at an age now where he can reflect on it and see that he made some bad decisions and he wants better for his kid. So that's what kind of drew me to the story because it it's such a human story, um, that concept. Um, and it started out really cute, but it just devolved into kind of craziness. <laughs> yeah. And it kind of became, it was really weird because there were moments where I really, and they were the moments with Bowser, like I really connected with him trying to deal with the fact that he was going to die, like knowing that the end was so soon, how he, mm -hmm. how he tried to see the best in where he was in life and think about his son and um, some of the somewhat immature ways in which he tried to deflect from his situation um, I thought those were really cool moments in the story and they were really cool moments of character expression and character development, but they were just like offset by these really shallow moments, like the whole wedding scene and the random birds and the bees chat that they did before the wedding. The wedding just kind of seemed like it was taking away from... uh what could have been like a really heartfelt story. It kind of cheapened it a bit. What did you guys think? That whole like same. prepping for the wedding and all of that. Because like just the Bowser scenes or Bowser like talking with his son. Like I felt those moments, but all the wedding stuff, anything involving Cherry, I didn't feel it. I didn't feel it at all. <laughs> I felt like the author was like trying to flesh out his characters, especially Bowser. Uh -huh. And all the scenes were just so like, I don't know. It just like nothing felt real. Like they're just like putting in these scenes and having yes. the characters act out certain things. And it just didn't. Yeah, the only moments I know, I, I, I yeah, I think it just like, like cheapened things. Yeah, the only moments I felt something was when. Bowser and his son were having conversations about like how how to cope with the fact that Bowser's dying and for Bowser to try and help his son to realize that he can he can survive on his own and that he has a right to happiness. Like those yeah. those were like the moments that I felt and they were really good moments but they were just surrounded in all this unnecessary early or, or late 2000s fanfic style writing. This is, I felt like this was a really hard read because I just could not get into it. Yeah, I really struggled too. Yeah. yeah. I didn't really get into it until his last heart attack when he was just kind of disassociating. And uh, yeah, that's, that's the only point where I was like, I read it and my eyes were like glued to the screen. Like, oh my God. But other than that, it was kind of because Bowser was like the only character that I really felt like had real feelings. Everyone else was, they were kind of shallow. And I guess, um, Cherry. yeah, like Cherry, she was a prop. It was she kind was. of yeah. sad. I mean, yeah, Curtis <laughs> of the original character. It, it was weird because the way that Bowser talked about her was kind of like she was a peach replacement. And yeah. yeah, yeah, that that was weird. 
Um, but even after all this, I'm not going to lie, I cried my eyes out when Bowser died. But that's just my own personal struggles with yeah. rental issues. So it's like, it, that, that was just particularly difficult for me to read. But still cried. <laughs> you know which i totally get because it was a really like that that was the moment in the story that you really you really felt you really connected with his situation um you really thought about from like junior's perspective like losing a parent that's that's a crazy thing to go through um and it's very emotional and and i mean kudos to the author for um allowing that moment to shine but it was just that one moment really it was just surrounded by all of this stuff that really didn't need to be in the story if it was at its core um Uh, the relationship well i mean uh uh-huh at the same time it's like the wedding like the whole point like bowser was trying to push his son to get married so that he could be there and yeah. he could see his son's dreams come true, you know? Yeah. And so in that sense, like, I I, I didn't mind the what I, I liked the interactions between Junior and Cherry um, and the way that they talked about each other to other people or, like, in their own inner monologue. Like, they both seemed to really, really love each other. And I thought that was really sweet. Um, but, yeah, they... Like, Junior was a little bit more fleshed out, but Cherry was very one-dimensional. Um, and I, I don't know. Uh, I almost wish the story was in Junior's perspective. Almost. Oh, yeah. I feel like, it, I don't know, I feel like I liked his character and I wish I could, like, if it was in his point of view rather than Bowser and watching you know, his relationship with his father rather than Bowser's relationship with his son, I thought would have been more interesting. I think... I, been- know, I just couldn't really relate to, to, to Bowser. Yeah, it, it was hard for me to relate to Bowser just because he was a kidnapper. Yes. So I just completely disregarded that part of his life. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought, like, he turned a new leaf. But, um... But I, I like what you're saying, Ollie, because I think what would have married haha, the marriage and <laughs> Bowser's death would have been if it was more from Bowser Jr.'s perspective, because then yeah. having all those wedding interactions would make sense. Yeah. If, if, if the main focus of the story is Bowser, then we shouldn't be spending as much time as we're spending on just like general wedding stuff. It seemed mm-hmm. like there was a lot of general wedding stuff and not necessarily like just Bowser and his son talking about the wedding, which I think if that's the true. story was truly from Bowser's perspective, then that's all the wedding interaction we'd really have and maybe occasionally seen Cherry. But it's mostly about him and his son coming to grips with um, with the future of what Junior's life is becoming and... Um, how Bowser's losing his life soon. So yeah. so that that's a that's a good point that you bring up. I I think that probably would have saved the story for me <laughs> if it was from Junior's <laughs> perspective. Yeah. Dealing yeah. with all of that. I wonder why 
Do you think they, they were consciously deciding what perspective to take? Or do you think they were just kind of following a train of thought? Because even though it's Bowser's perspective, there's a lot of moments where it's not truly Bowser's perspective, where it switches to Bowser Jr. or to Cherry. Um, I feel like it it was following a thought, and then as the author kept going, they, they were like, oh, this would make more sense in Jr.'s perspective, or Mario's perspective, or Cherry's perspective, and so mm-hmm. they just switched perspectives real quick, and then went back to Bowser when it made sense to be with Bowser. What yeah. do you guys think of that? Do you think that helped the story or hurt the story? The fact that they jumped around between characters. Didn't mind it. Mm. Yeah. It was all right, but I think it would have been stronger if, if the author had just stuck with one. Yeah, it was consistent. Because I can tell you that I will say it was the first chapter, maybe the second where we got, like, an interlude in Cherry's room with Mario. I was like, why does this matter? I know, why is this even here? Oh, I totally forgot, but there is an adorable part in the story. I do want to give the author kudos on this, where they're they're about to go on their date, and they're both getting ready, and they both have zits on their face, and they're really yeah. embarrassed to tell each other, so they both show up, like, with their faces covered. And then they're like, why are you covering your face? Because I have a set. And they're like, I have one too. And I'm like, this is the most adorable thing Very cute. on the planet. Shout out to yeah. the author. That's probably one of the cutest little first date situations I've ever read. That was sweet. <laughs> that was very sweet. Sorry, tangent. I mean, uh- I think the point of the whole Cherry Mario thing in Cherry's room was just to show that Mario didn't like Bowser. Bowser's. Yeah, Bowser and Bowser Jr. He didn't want Cherry to be hanging around with him. Um, oh. I guess that, that, that makes that, sense. Yeah, like that That was just the whole point of that thing. Um, I would call so, that a given considering their history. I know, right? <laughs> I love, the author said it was because at Peach's funeral, they got into a fight, but like also the God, how old is Mario? The decades history before then? I know, yeah. right? They have a lot of history. How old is Mario and Bowser supposed to be in this, I this they story? I thought they were in because their like 50s. They make it sound like they're elderly. Like, I yeah. know like oh. Bowser was in like heart failure or whatever, but like. He kept complaining he was so old and he couldn't walk up a hill. And I'm like, you sound like an older, like, 70s. Uh, I bet they're in their, like, 60s or 70s, probably. Oh, I thought, yeah. I thought it was like, like they were in their 50s. and Cherry, like, 18? How old is Cherry? Old enough to get married. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't mean much. I don't think I don't that know. was specified. Yeah, no, like, I don't specify. They're very vague with the ages. I don't know how old but Bowser is in, in relation to Mario. Cherry was a kid when Peach died. So, I mean, she yeah. could have been up to possibly 12. So maybe she's between yeah. like 18 and 22. Yeah. And how old is Bowser compared to Mario? Like, Bowser's he, older than Bowser Mario, could, I believe. Bowser could be like 20 years older than Mario. Like, we don't know. 
No. Yeah. Dragons don't True. age like humans. Yeah. Turtle dragons. Bowser a king? Yes. yes. King Koopa. Yep. Not king of the Mushroom Kingdom. That's Mario. Yes. Does he live outside of the Mushroom Kingdom? Because it sounds like they're neighbors. I, I guess they, it's, he lives outside of the Mushroom Kingdom and then comes to the Mushroom Kingdom to kidnap Peach. Like, <laughs> on the monthly. Yeah, he's, He's king of the Koopa Kingdom, mm. which I, I'm judging by you know the games is like right next door. Seems like it. Um, what did you guys think of the writing? Writing was fine. Um, there's only one thing that author in the in the beginning author would say that a character was crossing their eyes. When I think that they meant the character was like furrowing their brow. I didn't catch that. Oh. It's huh. like in like the first like one or two chapters where it's like his his eyes crossed and like what? It's like no, his brow in in context of the the conversation thing, it oh. doesn't make any sense. Let me get hold on, let me get back to chapter one real quick. Yeah. I just I glossed over that. <laughs> Probably because with this story, and we talked about it on um, an earlier podcast episode this month, it's hard for me to imagine these characters in these situations, so I'm not visualizing anything in my head when I'm reading this. I'm literally just, like, reading it. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Um, Let's see. Uh, I'll just read you the little bit before before it. Okay. Junior may... Junior made a face. Cherry shot him a glare and bent to peer into the shell. She could just make out ba- Bowser's russet eyes and bushy eyebrows. His weeping was so obvious to a blind. His weeping was so obvious a blind person would notice. Rather than berate him about it, Cherry just smiled gently and said, "There's a lot of pollen in the air today. Come on, let's go back to your castle, and I'll make you a cheap, cheap kebab." Bowser's eyes crossed as he considered the offer. <laughs> He he did love those kebabs, and nobody makes them like cherries. No, that that's not that's not correct. It's his his brow furrowed in concentration or consideration. You don't cross your eyes when you're considering something. So that's such a funny thought. Explain. If he is actually crossing his eyes as he considering something, <laughs> that's how they think. like if he goes, <laughs> <laughs> so that that was that was the one thing. So um. Did we have any other writing comments? I take the silence as a no. <laughs> no. That's all that's okay. been said. Sorry, sorry, hacking up along. <laughs> so how well do you guys think they stuck to the fandom? I mean oh. Oh. in the in the past, oh. like Bowser kidnapped Peach and Mario saved her. This was in the story, but just in the past. So this was just in the future. So yeah, great, good. Days of future, <laughs> past, present, here yeah. now. Yeah, it's like 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 we talked about for the last two stories. I mean, there isn't much of a fandom. There isn't much in the fandom that limits the possibilities of what can happen. Other than who yeah. Bowser Jr.'s mom is. That's the big plot <laughs> hole in this story that I'm very curious about. 
It's a plot hole in the canon, too, so I wouldn't... Yeah, so I guess it's sticking to the fandom in that sense. I didn't even know they had children. Yeah. Yeah. I had to, like, Google all this stuff, and I was like, oh, Harry, and Bowser Jr. (laughs) Not know that they were, that they had children in this. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, well, Peach and Mario don't have a kid. She's an OC. Oh. She? Yeah, Cherry's Uh, an OC. Okay, that makes sense, because I googled it, and there's all this, like, fan art, and I was just like, oh. But there are there okay. are unofficial characters that fans have made that everyone has just accepted as part of the fandom. I don't think Cherry's mm. one of them. I didn't look her up. Huh. No. But she's not like an officially accepted like isn't there like a female sexy Bowser character that was crazy uh, on the internet for a bit there? <laughs> I think that yes. Uh, I yeah, think that was just that. from Mario Odyssey. Like it was no. just the whole thing with the game. Oh, was no, it? No? Um, it was. Uh, it was a mushroom effect from one of the other games, not Odyssey. Oh, oh, I thought it, it was turned, the hat thing from Odyssey. It turned Toadette into a Peach clone, and so Ooh. they took that mushroom item and turned everyone into a Peach clone. Oh, that is where Bowser came from. It's oh. just Bowser. In a costume, essentially. Yeah. So I have a little Wikipedia description. I don't know if it makes it better or worse. Well, this is the Wikipedia description. Bowsette, or Koopa Hime, is a fan-made gender-bent version of the Mario franchise character Bowser, in which he is transformed to resemble the character Princess Peach using a power-up. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Did you send it? That's it. Uh, That's your uncle. Just put her in the Discord. Well, you you picked a a good one, at least. I mean, it's definitely a PG-13 one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, This is in our private Discord, so no one else can get into this. Uh, Just just Google it. Just Google Bowsette if you don't know what we're talking about. Safe search on. (laughs) Safe search on. Or safe search off if that's what you're into. Be just just be warned. But eighteen Y'all, plus the internet is thirsty. And by thirsty we don't mean for water. So um what would you guys rate this story on a scale of one to five? Are we doing mushrooms or shells? Mushrooms. We're doing mushrooms. mushrooms. Yeah. How many mushrooms would you rate this story, guys? Be gentle, I'm sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it a two. Two mushrooms out of five. Why? Because. I'm terrified. Because of the all of it. <laughs> because reasons. Because gestures broadly at everything. <laughs> oh my gosh. It wasn't terrible. There were some redeeming qualities about it. That's why it's not a one. But it was a two. <laughs> All right. T stand. Uh, sure. Okay, I'll go next. Yeah, I am going to give it a three. Generous. I saw what the author was going for. 
I just think that it wasn't very well executed, which could have been a matter of um, inexperience. I have no idea how long that author had been writing before they posted on fanfic.net. I have no idea, you know, how much experience they had. But I yeah. think the idea behind it was good. So, three mushrooms for me. Well, going on to me, I, I struggle because I liked the characters. I didn't really appreciate Bowser or Mario. I just felt like the story went on longer than it should. I feel like I would give it one and a half. That's true. <laughs> I'm sticking with one That's and a half. Fair. That's totally fair. I will be generous and give this story two mushrooms. Because oh. I really I really liked the idea of it. Um the execution wasn't where it could have been, but the fact that it jumps around and we're trying to get two different experiences together but not give enough attention to either one, um, it is what made it kind of fall short for me. Um, so, two out of five mushrooms on my plate. Thank you for listening to the Fan Fiction Book Club. Our pick this week was Vicissitude by Cindy. You can find this story and more of the author's works on Archive of Our Own. Theme song is Funkorama by Kevin McLeod. You can find more of Kevin's music on incompetech.filmmusic.io slash artist slash Kevin dash McLeod. The works discussed on the Fan Fiction Book Club are not our own. All characters mentioned belong to their original authors. Until next week, bye!